All right. Why not? Why not? Put on the hard hat. The, the, Get blown I, out, then blow them up. The Bobby Manning out. pendulum. Where will it swing today? Where will, Where it, swing? will it swing today? <laughs> it's over. It's over. No, it it's over. <laughs> well, we didn't know about this and that and the other thing. Well, now what's it going to be? Now what's I, it going to be? One of my least favorite Twitter expressions is this blank is drunk. But, like, this is the weirdest series, man. Like, not only from the game to game, and we know, like, the 20-point swings and this and that. You don't know who's hurt. You don't know who's healthy. Tatum's out there, first bucket of the game, Hard and he's game. like, ow. Grant Williams slams himself into a post. You think he's faking, and then he spends the rest of the game, like, holding his left shoulder. Rob yeah. Williams leaves. I don't think Lowry – I think Lowry gained 15 pounds between games. Like, you know, <laughs> he looked – He looked he's chunky. He looked – thick tonight uh yeah a butler i'm i don't he can't be right you know like geez no. I'm, for all None of the these heat, guys look right man i mean nobody butler yeah. like you said lowry we we know hero didn't play i mean man Tucker, like they, they, they should like they should just like put the series on hold for a few days just to try to get some guys back richard's grabbing people's legs like he's a van gundy you know yeah what's like what was that all about i i don't know <laughs> Playoff P, man. That's the real playoff P, Pritchard. But, like, all of it is just so weird. And then, like, you know, and some of it is impactful. Marcus obviously misses the game. Rob plays and leaves, and you never know what's going to happen there. That's not yeah. uh, that's not great. But, like, you know, uh, so I don't know if it's injuries or my – like, for all the crap we gave Jason Tatum about scoring 10, the whole Heat starting lineup scored 18 points tonight, Jimmy. Jimmy Butler had six. So, like, I we have these narratives, like, you can't be a superstar and a team's best player and only score 10 points in a playoff game. Right. And then Butler's like, hold my hold my beer. Six points. Like, I, I Miami looked like they were, like, on to game five, like, five they, minutes into game in, they, in, they, in they game They seemed defeated, like, before it even tipped off. I don't know. It's like they – It was so weird. Like they just knew that they weren't going to be able to hit a shot in the first quarter. I honestly wondering if they were going to hit a shot in this game. I mean, yeah. they were missing, and you got to give the Celtics defense credit. And Rob Williams played to the Rob Williams. The difference, was, yes, was was very apparent early on. There it is. Yeah, good timing on that, Sebastian. Um, all that being said, I thought the Heat missed so many like little bunnies sure. and just easy shots. So it was a combination of both. Um, but man, you could really see how Rob just again, it's just affecting shots even if he's not getting a hand on it it's just his presence down there oh, yeah. what he forces the heat to do to just to get shots up you know and and that, that was obviously a, a huge reason for the start and starts are everything i mean you saw how the celtics the difference in this game compared to game three yep when they just no showed i mean they pretty much took on these, yep. these two teams are trading yep. you know personalities or, or something but um the difference tonight was the first quarter and the game was essentially over at, in the first quarter you know, yeah. it's the same story, same story in game three. The game was essentially over in the first quarter. I know the Celtics came back. The Heat, especially right now, they don't have they don't have the roster to make big comebacks. They just don't. Especially if Hero's out. You don't have that offense. I mean, Duncan Robinson's gonna come in and try to shoot them back in. I don't know if it's gonna happen. Oladipo, oh. give give him credit. He's he's doing everything he can. But like you said, with Lowry being, you know, hampered. Butler, who knows what's going on with him. And Bam kind of went back into a pumpkin tonight a little bit. He, he's, he wasn't the game three Bam. Rob. Rob effect. Yeah, of, of, right. Rob effect. And, and you know what? We we should talk about how, and we are, because we're, we're literally talking about it right now, but 
the difference between Rob versus Bam from two seasons ago in the bubble to now. It's it's flipped a bit. Yeah, I mean, Rob wasn't even playable in the bubble, so you really had right. tight. You you know you really had think of how far he's come you know yeah uh you know and you know we were talking about like that was the that was the back and forth with each series was this is a Rob series this is a Cantor mm-hmm. series not as a starter as a backup to Tice who was at that point the unquestioned starter and somebody Bobby Manning thought was going to get sixteen to twenty million dollars a year in free agency but I I digress um but Rob was <laughs> not ready for Rob was not ready for prime time Rob was frigging jumping at every fake no he wasn't. you know he was late on closeouts wasn't switching just leaving guys all the time or switching at the wrong time like everything rob was doing just you know instinctively just seemed wrong he was just kind of like a big puppy you know Mm -hmm. uh just kind of running around and it just wasn't right so yes the the factor i went back i went back and watched the the first like five six minutes um of the first quarter during halftime just to kind of take in you know and pay just Just to watch Rob. You didn't miss anything in the second half that was no, know, no, no. But like, and then I, then, no, no, no. I jumped right in, but I just went during halftime. I watched the first five, six minutes, seven minutes of the first quarter just to see again. And you, you could literally see. You just watch the Heat's wheels kind of spinning when they were getting into the lane. The, the, the hesitation, uh, you know, a couple times where they would have just continued on. They stopped. They ended up and they settled for floaters in the lane instead of taking it all the way to the basket. Yeah, Jimmy Butler went to drive. Rob was there. He kicks out. Rob defends the perimeter. Butler shoots an off-balance turnaround jumper with Rob contesting. Everything was different. There was no easy buckets to be had there, and you could kind of feel the Rob effect. In addition, he's grabbing multiple offensive rebounds. The catches on the lobs, they, the Celtics mm-hmm. threw one good lob to him. The other two were behind, and he's just one-handed. Catch. Almost everything that he kind of does, he did. And so it was evident. But the early impact, when I think the Celtics really played good ball, minus Jalen, that a lot of that had to do with Rob because the, the defense right, was right. there. Um, you know, they ran out to that early lead. That's it. That's it. Ball game. That I mean, but on well, top of that, I want to see a Miami Heat post game show right now. They must be losing their friggin' minds. We scored one point in eight minutes. Like, insane, for any, think of the worst we've ever bashed the Celtics for anything. And imagine being a Miami Heat fan watching this, watching your team score one freaking point through eight minutes and be like, what the fuck are these guys doing? You yeah. have to. You- you don't. You don't want to be. And and there might be. There's. There's <laughs> I usually some there. heat trolls you, in here. Are you guys here? I don't think they control tonight. Y'all had one point in the first like 15 minutes. Like I honestly thought that they might go a whole quarter without scoring a point, without hitting a basket. Um, that was just preposterous basketball. It's hard to do. And again, they missed a lot of bunnies. And I know that they're banged up, but man, you're in the Eastern Conference Finals, and you and you show up with one point in the first like eight basketball minutes of the game like what the hell is going on or longer longer than that didn't they get to like the four minute mark before they hit a field goal it, it was something was like that eight it was plus just, minutes in before they hit a field goal yeah, it, was, it, it was it was unbelievable it had to be close to a record like amount of time this is an interesting comment. I was on Discord earlier, and for those of you who haven't, please go check out our Discord server. We're up over a thousand now. Active chat all day long. I jumped in early um, and uh, chatted with some people, and the topic of like most important Celtics came up because, uh, you know, before the game, you didn't know if Marcus or um, or um, or or Rob was going to play, and then it turned out Rob did. Marcus didn't, and I swear, and I know like. 
everyone will debate this one so there's no right answer but like in that chat alone there wasn't a single person that didn't list of the top three tatum obviously is number one no question about it and mm-hmm. then it was rob or smart or smart or rob um just in terms of their impact there's no nobody and then maybe al jalen's the only one that's not getting mentioned this isn't meant to be jalen slander it's just the yeah difference, it is come on it, it isn't it isn't it isn't it's just simply like the effect that those guys have for what the team needs right they just don't have they don't have sure. things that can do the, what those guys do that's kind of why uh though Derek white acquitted himself well in the first quarter he was all over the place i thought he played a pretty solid first half um but the rob effect was so immediate uh, and impactful it's it's you just go back and forth on it and you're like i don't know man he might be that important to this team he i mean the on off the on off splits with him during the regular season are insane they, so they i mean there, there there's numbers there i mean the, the the net rating with rob williams on the court is is friggin' bonkers well that's the thing that like the basic stat box isn't gonna really be like oh rob this guy rob you know he, he had eight points tonight and you know but but it's what he does it's his presence it's the shot effects it's his just ability to just go up, um, all those things. And that isn't a shot at – it's not a shot at Jalen Brown. I mean, Jalen Brown went out and gave, and gave you 40 points uh, in game three, but you lost the game. So, again, like wh- it's that effect that you're talking about where you need a guy that can come in that can really actually affect winning. And, and they, they obviously need Jalen Brown. They need points where they can, where they can get it. Um, but, it, it you know, sometimes it comes at a price. So, um, I, I would – you know, I don't know what my ranking is. Obviously, I have Tatum one. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty invested. I'm I've I've really come around on smart on smarts importance to this team um, over the last few months here. Yeah, it's, it's, since it's, he, since he came back from injury and went on his please don't trade me like turnaround yeah, run. I've really come around. I mean, he's I, been so freaking important. Yeah, and I you know, and I I always knew why he was important. I'm not stupid. I I get why people love Marcus Smart, but I still couldn't fully come around on it because I thought that he was still hurting you kind of like on the offensive end, and you know his 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 defense was always you know elite to an extent, but he never really seemed to be like the shutdown one on one defender. And this is, and it's, that's kind of changed recently. He takes the assignments. He can guard everybody. Um, so like my, my value of Marcus Smart is, is exponentially risen. So he's probably number two for me. And then I think it's matchup based, whether you want to go Jalen or, or Rob, um, they're both obviously important. And then you've got Al. So, I mean, this, 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 these five players, I mean, it's no, it's no secret why you're in the position that you're in right now. These guys have really found their stride this season. They've grown up. In most cases, there are still the the moments where you want to pull your hair out because they they don't act uh, the mature way that you want to see them out there. But generally speaking, the way this team's played together, I think it was I think it was Van Gundy who said it tonight. He thinks the Celtics are the favorites to win the whole thing, and he said that when they were down two to one in the series. So there's a lot of people, not just you know Celtics fans or Celtics post game show, that are starting to believe and do believe in this Celtics team as as the best team in the league. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, we all came around, obviously, you know, the, you know, they go on the run, then you have the trade deadline, the run continues, and then they just keep killing people. And I, I think we all arrived at it like, you know, uh, healthy, he- healthy. Everybody's, I don't know that the Celtics, I I don't know that anyone in the East. Warriors could beat scare them. me. I mean, listen, the Warriors. I, but I'm saying like... I didn't think anybody in the East could beat a healthy Celtics. Uh, right. But then, the like, right or right when we're like. 
that's it. Here we go. Book your friggin' tickets to the finals. Rob went down and then yeah. everything kind of got wonky. And now the injury stuff's just been all over the place. So it's a real war of attrition with everybody. I mean, in here in the East, and I mean, and everybody they faced bucks without Middleton, you know, uh, you know, Brooklyn, obviously the uh, the Simmons, blah, 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 Harris, yada, yada, yada. Doesn't matter. Seth Curry had friggin' had her surgery immediately after, you know, like this feels like one of those, like, you know, with both teams, the Celtics and the Heat right now, this feels like one of those hockey series where, like, they right. play, they go blood and gut seven games, and then afterwards, like, 12 members of the team go for surgery. Like, that's what this kind of feels like. It's like everybody's – you just don't know to what extent. You know where Marcus is. His leg got bent in, in an ungodly direction. Rob is a real wild card here because – I, you could see it right away in that second half. He made a couple of plays and then he just kind of slows a little bit. And then there's a blow by and then you see him limping and he could barely walk up the court. And then he went to the locker room. So it's not a great sign there for sure. So I don't know. The fact that they were able to put him on ice after only 18 minutes is great. But the fact that, you know, he experienced soreness and probably swelling after only 18 minutes after having missed another game you have no idea. I mean, they said it last time. He's day to day for the. He rest might be of the in way. every other game, guy. You know, we might we, we might just be in. He's that Cam Neely situation right now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not saying for the rest of his career, but for these for this playoff, because you've just got he games. Was so that are, good. Every other game and every other day right now is the game. I think in the NBA Finals again, knock on wood. But if you are looking ahead, there are some games where there are extra breaks in between the games. So yeah. You're not going every other, but right now it's just it's just it's crazy like. You know, these guys are putting their bodies out there. I thought I thought Marcus Smart was going to play tonight. And it just goes to show how much pain that he really is in that he didn't because if anybody would play through pain, yeah. um, it's that guy. So it, that must be a really bad uh, swelling. It just goes to show how freaking tough he is to, to come back into the game after – I mean, everyone has seen the replay. His, this dude's ankle bent 90 degrees. Like, I I know that he's playing on adrenaline, but damn, that that is crazy. So – That was like – that was like – that was like you know this far from a gordon hayward you know like I it was know. like if it bent a little bit more you know it would just gone i don't know how run. it didn't snap like what are his bones made of yeah he's he's nuts man the uh two things that always shock me every time i see stat lines uh robert williams blocks and jalen brown's turnovers i always assume rob's blocks are higher i always assume both numbers are higher just based on uh, based on eye test stuff like rob alters everything uh when he's in there it really was incredible and again uh, you know the, just the impact he made in such a short period of time you really hope that he returns uh we are trying to work in Sherrod Blakely he's at the garden right now along with Bobby Manning who might still be stuck in an elevator um with Josue Pavone trying to get down for the interviews uh things got a little bit crowded there the, oh, see really? Bobby yeah Bob, Bobby I remember those days Bobby pro tip in a 30 point game, take the what elevator down at like, at like the six minute mark. Yeah. You, everybody <laughs> in a five point game. I'm taking the elevator down. Yeah. It's just get out of there. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, but those guys we'll will jump on, in. Though. We'll keep going for a little bit and hang out with you guys and talk about game four. It's a weird one. It's a hard one to figure out. I guess, you know, one thing you definitely want to comment on that was a huge thing. And like, you know, the, the, the storylines before the game, you know, and what it turned into during the game was uh, Jason Tatum needed a bounce back and Jason Tatum had a bounce back. It was pretty yeah. much the one thing you could count on offensively for the team. What was amazing is so through three quarters, the splits were 35-15 for the Celtics. I mean, they shot horribly, but Tatum was on point. 
another 20 point half third 20 point half first half of the series uh and that was it you know like you talk about just doing it when it matters that's it that's all you needed from jason tatum Sherrod's mentioned a million times sometimes you just need five six seven minutes of tatum you got a full half of tatum just being Tatum, not forcing the issue, getting to the frigging, getting to the free throw line. He had 16 free throw attempts, like two minutes into the third. His season high was 17 for the year, and the next one yeah. was 14. So I mean, he They're just aggressive. got, yeah, he was aggressive, and that's and that's exactly what he wasn't in the last game. And the shot, this is, I mean, you can see it, one for seven from three. I think he was over six, and then he hit that last one. So it wasn't like every shot it wasn't like the pretty Jason Tatum game where he gets into this smooth you know, outside shot and everything's just easy. It wasn't like that, but he worked for it. And to his credit, he made a point to attack the basket, to, to get going early and get the yep. team going in motion. He didn't just kind of sit back and, and wait for things to come to him. So you got to give him credit for that. Again, we've talked, I mean, they're 5-0 and after losses in the playoffs. So we've talked about it after pretty much every every win. They have, they're resilient. You know, they respond to adversity. They come on play hard. Now you'd like them to be a little bit more consistent in their effort and in their play. You don't want to have these yeah. massive roller coaster games. Um, but for them to be able to respond the way they do, they don't they don't let whatever happened in the previous game affect you know them going forward. So that's yeah. that's been something good to see. What's up, Sherrod? What's up, Sherrod? Can you hear us? Uh oh. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? We can hear you. Hey, we got you. How, what's going on? Sherrod Blakely at the Garden, as we said, Bobby and Josue there. Sherrod, help us make sense of this game in this series. Uh-oh. You have to lose, and, and I, I don't understand it. Um, this, this was a game where, again, this this is what you expect. You would have expected if saw in game three. Uh, your first game back in your place, chance to really put a strangle this, and they just and then. But obviously, the, the resiliency of this team once again shine through. Big win, Jason, both ends of the floor. Now we got a series. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the playoffs, fights, and even the next season futures. And don't forget that baseball is back and the start of the Major League Baseball season is finally here. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Sherrod, you're a little laggy and a little digital. Jimmy, are you seeing the same thing? Yep. Sherrod, do me a favor. Try to jump out and back in, and we'll get to you in two seconds. You're a little bit laggy right now. Uh, and uh, Robotronic. Wait, 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 now. Now maybe yeah. he's better. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's try it again. Oh, yep. Now, now, oh, damn it. You just damn it. Like, damn it, it like Jimmy. He's getting better. He was. Like he he might have been. Just turning the corner. People in the comments are right. He's on that Brockton Wi-Fi right now. He's got the Joe Sway going. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't really. I, I I couldn't hear much of what he was saying. Oh, it was really good. Yeah, I'm sure it was. It I mean, was it really good hit, stuff. But... It was really good stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Let's try it again. No, we'll get we'll we'll get Sherrod again. We'll get him back. He's uh, here. And as we said, what? He's here, man. What do you mean he's here? You gotta let him in. I can't. 
What do you mean you can't? Do you want me to do it? Yeah, you do it. Oh, he... Okay. Hey, guys. This, am I still a little laggy? Because I'm in a different location than I usually am. So that might be the issue. You you, you are a little laggy, but we'll see we'll see how it goes. It's, it's okay. ten to fifteen percent better than last time. We'll give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> That's like there you 10, go. Now, now you're good. Better. Now he's good. It's like ten to fifteen. Sherrod, we only better. Yeah. Well, John, we need what one you about good to... quarter out of okay. you. That's it. One good quarter out of you. That's all we need. You need yeah. top five tater for five minutes, is what you're saying. Uh, I need top five Sherrod top for five, five minutes. That's all, That's it. <laughs> This was a this this team is so damn resilient. Um, but I, I it drives me to put themselves in is that they do. Uh, this was how they should have played. This is which a really great win. Not the second game back in your place after you got your ass kicked. Uh, but this this thing is far from over. Uh, that game five is going to be a war. Because uh, Miami is going to play significantly more desperate than they did tonightly. The Celtics are going to be challenged to match that. Uh, but, again, it's a bit more like Tatum. I thought he took way too many degrees there uh, when that just wasn't his shot tonight. Uh, Derek White did a great job of setting the tone, scored the first seven points. Uh, that really kind of put them in a nice place, nice rhythm. And they just, again, they took control of this, this game and never let that up. Uh, and they're going to have to do that if they're going to close this thing out uh, with a win in Miami and then bring it back here to finish him off in six. Yeah. So, again, I hate to do this, Sherrod, but just based off of the chat, it's still coming in a little choppy. So I don't know if it's okay. a location switch or maybe jump on your phone's Wi-Fi if the garden Wi-Fi is not doing it for you and see if you can hop back on. Let me um, – I'll be back. A couple, couple minutes, yeah. Give, give it a, give it a shot. Jimmy and I will uh, we'll try to hold it down until you uh, – you, you got to pass the ball and you got to relocate sometimes, you know, and we'll find That's it. you. Yeah, we'll you, don't want, you. you don't want to force don't, shots. Don't get don't caught standing shots. around. Just move, move, little, you know, move without the ball. You can't just sit in the corner and expect to just get fed the rock. You know, if, if you're not, if you're not loud and clear, you might have to take a seat for a bit. Guys, you know? like I said, this is, everyone's freaking out in the chat. This is a long, this is a long show. It's a long game. We just, we just gave up like a, you know, a 6-0 run and he may call the timeout. It's not a big deal. Let's yeah. not freak out yeah. over the little charade blip there. We'll be fine. Yeah. We'll get back. We'll re regroup, you know. We'll regroup. We'll regroup. It'll be fine. Just to get, um, our, get our heads together. So it, we were talking about Tatum for a bit, and you know how his, you know, once again response. Um, love to see it. One one guy I want to mention that again, not not a not a stat sheet game, but Al Horford had a great game tonight. Oh my God, what a game! Al Horford had a great game, and and. Jason Tatum, you know, walking off at his walk-off interview, and and they they brought up Allen. He said, "He's our leader." He said he's he's their, he's their he's their leader. He's the he's a true pro. All the things we know about Al, but it it really is it really is um, important that Al Horford is the guy that these these young guys are kind of looking up to because he is a pro's pro. He does play the game the right way, holds himself you know accountable on and off the court. Um, not the type of guy that's gonna you know be Mister Flashy and superstar and drama and and all this stuff. He just plays basketball, you know, and, and he's playing with a passion right now. He's playing because he wants to win a championship. And one of the things you could have probably said about Al Horford is he's not a vocal guy. You know, he, he you know, he's a great guy and, he, and he's a great basketball player. But, you know, you know, weren't, maybe you weren't sure if those all those leadership qualities were there because he's kind of just sort of sticks to himself. But 
I don't get that impression anymore. Not, not with this team. I feel like these guys are all looking up to Al and they're inspired by him. And they're, and they're not only playing for themselves, but they're playing for each other. And that, that includes Al. I think they really want to kind of win for Al here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or and, win, and, and, win, and the way Al's win. playing too, I mean, we've been saying it. He looks 10 years younger out there half the time. I mean, 13 rebounds tonight. Didn't force any shots. Clearly one of two, um, four blocks, a couple steals too, and a plus 33. I mean, that was the second highest plus minus behind Tatum. I mean, this guy is just doing everything he possibly can to get this team on track here and, and, and keep them going in the right direction. So you got to give Alice flowers for sure. After another yeah. strong, strong performance. No, Al was great. And again, uh, you know, individually, yeah, right. It's uh, you don't have the huge stats from Al, but the uh, the performance was great, and uh, defensively he was tremendous all game long. But uh, you know, we talk about the game stories going in. Tatum, was, there's two major game stories that you talked about, and you know, you want to check off two boxes and the reason the Celtics won the game. You know, I think there's three. Rob's return and the defensive presence there was obviously huge. The other two were Tatum, and then the third one was turnovers. Um, yeah. That's it. I mean, it's completely it, different you know, game tonight with it regarding the turnovers. And that's what's so freaking frustrating is almost every single game that the Celtics have lost this uh, postseason is, you know, they played as poorly as you could possibly imagine them playing. And in many cases, almost came back and snuck out a victory. Uh, and game three was one of those cases. Uh, you had a couple of those against Milwaukee as well, where they were just absolutely dreadful and still kind of hung around. Uh, in there, they literally just need to not try to lose and play play horribly in order to be in and striking position in any game. Why did we all? Why did we all think the Celtics would win this series? You know, assuming everybody was healthy and win it fairly comfortably, because you just defensively you knew that the Heat didn't have enough firepower to be able mm -hmm. to make huge runs and 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 pull ahead, and you just thought the Celtics would just have more fire firepower than they had. You just can't shoot yourself in the foot over and over and over again. You can't have right. 24, 25 turnovers. It's you, you have to be that. that and again, we went back and again, you go back, you look at the game again. Oh, and we were joking about it last game, steals versus giveaways. It was about 50, 50. You're going to credit Miami for being, having active hands and stripping the ball when people went into traffic and things like that, or through passing lanes, even though some of those passes were ill-advised, there were six or seven passes uh, that I counted that were thrown to a, a, a Miami, a stationary heat player. He's mm -hmm. standing there. It's like, just like an interception where you don't see the linebackers, just you threw right. it to the guy in the wrong color uniform, you know, and then six or seven or eight, just live ball, just, dr just dribble turnovers, you know, just blah, 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 and you lose it. Yeah. I mean, literally half of those were just, I lost it because I had callous disregard for the basketball. And if you've cut those in half, it, even the just the bad ones in half, they win that game. Uh, so again, that was huge. It was obviously an emphasis. Still scared me. Yeah, that's a dig on Jalen, where Jalen came out and was a little bit sloppy there early too, because it killed a couple, it killed some momentum there. Think, thankfully, it didn't matter because Miami couldn't make a basket. It didn't matter. There was <laughs> there was no run to be had by the Heat there. So even though the Celtics probably should have been up, you know, twenty nothing in the first six minutes, um, Miami hadn't freaking scored. Uh, so that's it. Taking care of the basketball was everything. Again, I think if they do that and just play smart, they're probably going to still win this series, well, regardless of who's in, who's out. And, and think about how bad they played in game three and still had a chance to win that game. 
And obviously Jalen Brown dropped 40. So, I mean, that was a big reason behind the scoring surge in that second half. And Tatum really was the reason they lost that game, but he, he came back and you know, we rebounded tonight. Um, but point being, John, you know, if you go back to the Bucs series, where you said even when the Celtics play bad, they're still in the game. And now obviously you say, well, they were down 20 plus points against the Heat. They weren't in the game. No, but they clawed their way back. Point is they have to play so, so, so bad to lose these games. And they, and they did in game three. But if they just play their brand of basketball and just play okay ball, again, they didn't have a great shooting night tonight. I mean, look at those stats. They had a bad shooting night tonight, to be completely honest. 39.7% from the field. They barely hit any of the Again, that went up. It was 35-15 after three. They, 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 They jacked that up a little bit in the fourth. But, I mean, 35-15 with the splits after three quarters, you got a 24-point lead. It was incredible. Right. Because it, was, it was on the other end tonight where they, where, they, where they made their money on the defensive end, you know. And, and a part of that has to do with the heat being banged up. And, again, we got, another thing we've talked about, you got to get the breaks. The breaks go your way. That's part of getting to the NBA Finals. And people say, oh, well, you beat this team without this player. That happens every year, you know. So, against the Bucks, yeah, you got lucky with Middleton out. Now with the Heat, they've got a bunch of injury issues. And they had them, they've had them all playoff, all playoffs, it seems like they've had a laundry list of injured players. Um, you know, trying to get these guys healthy and get them out in the court. It's not been easy for the Heat to do. And it feels like they're at the point now, Tucker, Hero, Butler, you know, you go down the list of guys that just aren't all there health-wise. And it might be another break for the Celtics going their way. You got to take advantage of it. Talking about giving gifts back. Don't give the gift back. If the heat are if the heat are banged up, you know the Celtics have their own, their fair share of injuries too. Whether it's Smart or, or or Rob right now, yeah. Don't give the gifts back. You know you got to take advantage of them, and that's what they just did tonight. They jumped out early on the Heat. They must have known that they weren't the guys that were out there weren't healthy. Certainly they didn't look healthy. I mean, yeah. Jimmy Butler was almost non-existent tonight. I mean that's a player that looked like the best player on the court. Um, you know, not not too long ago. So yeah. something's definitely up on the Heat side, and the Celtics, to their credit, are um, doing what they have to do to take care of it on their end. I'm very nervously going to bring Joe Sway on the show. He looks like it's a bit of a time lapse video right now, so I don't know oh. what this is going to look or sound like. So Sharad, I am yeah. bracing myself for this. We're going to try Sherrod first. He's relocated. Let's see Sherrod's terrific Wi-Fi yeah. situation now. Yes. Better. Is this better? Uh, I'll tell I'm you in a second. Let's try Joe Sway. I'm scared to say. What is this? Day one? What's going on here? What are we doing here? Are we checking. Joe Sway's coming guys? in. Okay, Joe Sway's hanging. This is crazy. Let's this try. Is good. No me gusta. This is good. All right, we'll, we'll let. Wait, Joe shit, Sway's Joe Sway's speaking in a different language. I think it's fucked up. I... <laughs> No, it's not. He's good. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jimmy's serious. <laughs> no, that's English, John. John, that's not. It's, it's fine. It's not. You don't have the SAP. I hit the SAP fine. button. Shit. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, what are while, while, sh- no. <laughs> while Sherrod while Sherrod maintains that look on his face for a little while longer, we'll hear Joe's ways take. Sherrod is either very confused or frozen or both. Frozen. Yeah, I think he's the latter. He's the latter. No, I was just listening to what um Jimmy Jimmy just said, and um I, I don't know that that's interesting because I, I, that crossed my mind in the first half. I was like, man, is, is Butler out? You know, is he is he hurt? Is he banged up a bit? But 
I mean, maybe that's a part of it, but I also think it was the Celtics' defense, man. I, I just feel like he was – well, he was also, like, in his own head. Um, I, I feel like he thought that he could just, you know, try to take things into his own hands. And even though, you know, with Oladipo having the the, um, the kind of first half that he had, and he was trying to find his offensive – I'm level loving this from Sherrod. But no, no one else could. Yeah. You know, no, no one, one else in that Miami Heat team could help him besides – I mean, it could help Oladipo, I guess, because he was leading score besides – uh, Duncan Robinson, but those buckets didn't come, you know, they weren't, they weren't when, when this game was still in reach, you know, for the Miami Heat, it felt like, and, and I, I credit the Celtics a lot in this one, man, they, they, they took it to Miami, and I felt like the Heat was sort of thinking that they could just kind of flip the script and, and, and go on a run, and every time they did, whether it was 6-0, 7-0 run, the Celtics were right, right back into it, you know, and, and I feel like the Miami Heat just did, they weren't ready for that, they haven't seen that they haven't seen this level so, of, of effort since game two. So, again, you know, you're flipping the scripts here, and what I can't fully understand with the Miami Heat here is, are they were they hurt? Did they recognize early that this was going in the wrong direction and just kind of mailed it in? Uh, did they come not prepared? And, again, it's so bizarre to see this happen in a flip-floppy sort of way, you know, every other game just to literally – take just not show up you have three blowout first quarter you have you know basically uh in this series and and and, and one third yeah. each game has been decided in a quarter um yeah. and, and and a lot of times the first quarter where teams have just raced out to almost insurmountable leads and that's it ball game and it happened tonight so again did miami come out flat did the celtics take it to them with their defense and with rob williams there uh are, are the heat hurt like what Tell, like I said, make sense of it for me, Sherrod. What do you think? He had a lack of sense. Of, there was no sense of urgency from them at all. Uh, it was as it was basically the Celtics smacked them in the mouth in the first quarter, and they just were like, "Okay, we because we got what we wanted. We wanted to get at least one win here so we can get home court advantage back. They have that. But again, I, it's weird how this series is going because each of the teams that has lost has kind of lacked that urgency." at the very beginning of the game. And that's atypical of what you expect to see in playoff basketball, particularly between two teams. Two veteran, poised, yeah. well-coached teams. Yeah. It's so weird. That's what I mean is like you – You've seen this. You've seen it some with the Celtics because we've seen it this year, you know, and you saw a lot of it last year. So you always worry, is it kind of creeping back in those bad habits, which they mainly got mostly got rid of during the second half of the year. But now you've seen it twice in three games with the Celtics. And now you're seeing it with Miami as well. I just can't understand it because both of these teams, you would think that's not what would happen, that they would bring it on a regular basis. Um, and, you know, the coaches just wouldn't allow this. And now you've seen it four games in a row where one team has just basically, yeah, I'm all set with tonight. Well, a big part of this as well is, is Bam Adebayo, right? I, I feel like their approach, especially in that first quarter, was that, oh, we're just going to keep this flowing. And the Celtics nipped that in the bud right away. I thought the, yeah. the, the play from Al Horford said it all where he, they were anticipating a double and he just, no, he just blitzed it and just took the ball away from him. Like, yeah. I, I think the Miami Heat thought that, oh, okay, this is going to be the new normal, you know? Oh, yeah, sure, maybe I'll get a couple stops here and there, but that's going to be it. Like, I, I feel like they, they love that matchup for obvious reasons that after seeing what we saw in game three. But, I mean, did they not anticipate out of bounce back from that? Like, I, I, again, I feel like they were sort of doubling down on, on what happened last game and just trying to carry that over into this one. And they didn't anticipate the Celtics to have a completely different approach in the way they were playing yeah. defense. A you completely know? different yeah. and, and I tell you what, though, the, the Rob Williams' presence was huge yeah. in this game in that first quarter. I mean, you could tell some of the shots that they were taking once they got a little bit of dribble drive penetration were well off the mark. And you could tell it was because Rob was out there. Yep. 
little and, floaters, and, you know, yeah, just, little, yeah, yeah, little floaters that were hitting the front of the rim or hitting the back iron. That you, you saw know, Tucker and, and Bam right in the first quarter. Like I said, yeah. I went back and I rewatched the first quarter just to see, and they yeah. came up short. You they know, they came up and short. They, they stopped short and came up short on their shots because they knew he was lurking there. Butler got scared out of the paint one possession too and ended up so like right away the rob factor was very evident early and sometimes it's almost you're right it's almost like how the celtics got a little shell shocked with the with the with the way miami heat were playing defense packing the paint first few times they went they went there like tatum especially was like this sucks um you know these guys are big and they're kind of in my way i felt like rob established that really early uh in this game for the celtics and then the, the heat just didn't want anything to do with it no, and, and that's if you're the Celtics. I mean, the, as this series moves on, it, it's pretty clear and pretty obvious that the Rob Williams factor is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is huge. Uh, and, I, and we knew that going in, but when you look at how they are with and without him against this team, it's night and day. Uh, I'm not sure they can win this series in these, these next couple of games without Rob being out there on the floor uh, because I think he's that impactful. Uh, and he's one of those guys that his impact is not necessarily stats-based. Uh, for example, as John pointed out, you know, those shots that are coming up short, hitting the front of the rim or the back iron, they're adapting to his presence out there, and it's not, and they're not adapting well. And if you're the Celtics, that's exactly why you need Rob Williams out there to be that rim-protecting rim protector who's also altering shots by simply being on the floor. Facts, my dog. Facts, dog. Sure. What was the vibe in the garden tonight, man? What was the, uh, you know, people come out ready to ready to go or what? Well, I, I think they were like a lot of us. You didn't know what the hell to expect after game three. And I, th- I think there was a little bit of, uh, you know, kind of um, uncertainty as far as how this would play out. But Derek White basically put all that to bed, scoring the first seven points. And you're thinking if there's fifth, sixth, seventh option is hitting like this, it's probably going to be one of those nights for the Celtics. And, again, they just snowballed from there. I mean, hold the team to three for 20 shooting in the first quarter. You're not going to lose many games when you shut a team down like that from the outset. And, again, like I said, Rob Rob had a lot to do with that. I think I could hear, like, audible laughter around the garden as the Heat were going deeper and deeper in the first quarter without hitting a basket. Was that – I mean, you could hear the laughter every time they missed a shot. It was a joke. It was, it was, and when when Victor Oladipo was was like your your main primary source of offense, right? This isn't Oladipo from Indiana when he was like an all star. This is like Oladipo, who frankly is a shell of the player that he once was. Uh, but I give him credit; he showed up, made plays for them. But if he's leading your charge, you're probably not going to go far. That's the thing. He 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 did his thing in Game Three in the fourth quarter. He played and he played pretty well. And tonight he did everything he could. But you're right. He, He's just not that player right now, or at least anymore. I mean, too many injuries. You know, he had the, I think he had the ACL, right? And then a couple other things happened to him. So that's too bad. Kind of has and like it, Kemba vibe to it, I guess. Yeah. The, the Tyler Hero stuff is interesting. Him with the groin issue. Um, groins are real. I mean, they're, they're kind of like those, you know, like some of the other injuries that the Celtics have had. Uh, you don't know. It's a hard one to gauge when you're going to be ready to come back or not because you could be feeling great and it could easily spiral into something that's oh, again. Yeah, catastrophic. Right? Yeah, so I, I, it'll be interesting to see if he's able to go uh, on in game game five. 
and he's he's their offense off the bench. I mean, he's their instant off. I mean, six man which of the is, year, nothing, which is you know, fine. But the reality is, it didn't factor in today because Oladipo gave you offensively what you would have gotten out of Hero, and he's a better defensive player. So I don't think it was a huge drop off. Certainly, yeah, maybe you use both of them, but really, uh, I mean. You know, Oladipo's replacing him though. I mean, you could play. Oladipo's have- playing a lot of heroes minutes there. I mean, you know, he plays considerably fewer minutes most games. He stepped it up in Lowry's absence, but when Lowry's back, if they are fully healthy, Oladipo was not getting those types of minutes. The the type of minutes he got tonight. Right. Um. So whatever. I mean, he was pretty good. But the hero thing is interesting. There was a Twitter debate going on about whether or not not having hero hurts Miami because he's a guy that the Celtics can attack uh, on the defensive end. I think that's nonsense. I think ultimately, you know, heroes a potential home run waiting to happen. He had that miserable game too, where he was like a minus a thousand in that game, but he's been a positive in the two games that he's played and he is instant offense for a team that really doesn't have, you know, uh, you know, outside of Butler when he's able to do it, but just doesn't have, tons of individual offensive firepower they have to share the wealth and hero's one of those guys who can get really 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 hot and light you up and uh, you know we've seen it of course i mean again two years ago him single-handedly winning games for you uh with his offense so it's a big deal with he's when he's out for sure it is it is go ahead john i was just saying and just going back to bam too i mean again it's it felt like he showed up in game three clearly um, but you know, if, if everyone around him is, is banged up, he doesn't seem to be self-sufficient enough to really get the heat anywhere where they need to go. I mean, nine points, six rebounds tonight. He took five shots. I mean, dude, if your team's banged up all around you, 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 you got to kind of shoulder some load there. And I know it's, it got away from them very quickly, but would have liked, if I'm a heat fan, I would have liked to have seen him take on more of a, of a role tonight for sure. And five yeah. field goal. I mean, well, on, yeah, I, I thought Al did a really good job of not letting him ever get comfortable to take shots. Like if he were, if yeah. he would have forced the action, uh, he would have taken a ton of bad shots that more likely than not would have been misses, just like the ones that they did take. Uh, so I, I thought he was looking for opportunities. But again, this is where having Kyle Lowry not being Kyle Lowry hurts them so much because yeah. much like when Marcus Smart is is healthy and good to go. He can orchestrate and organize the offense. Kyle Lowry has a similar role for that team. But when he when he shoots the way he did, when he's struggling to get guys the ball in spots. And the other thing, too, that, that I don't know if you guys noticed it or not, I thought of all the games that the Celtics have played in this series up to now, I thought they did more matchup hunting tonight than they've done in any of the previous three games. I mean, they literally had – they were locked and loaded on. When can we get Max Struess – in yeah. a matchup. Struce was getting it, killed. I mean, yeah. Tatum, Jalen, Al, Derek, Peyton Pritch- yeah. It didn't really matter. They were making a point. They played Struce off the floor. Fo- they played Struce <laughs> off the floor. They did. And, they and play, he didn't they played him off the floor. Play. Minus 33 and in 15 minutes. He couldn't make a shot. Wow. And, and he was getting demolished uh, yeah. on defense. He just couldn't keep up. And he's another guy who's been one of these – uh, you know, ankle injury will warm up with the intent to play sort of player. So, I mean, everyone's dealing with something. He'd been holding his own defensively. And one of the reasons he had been playing as much as he played is because he's not Duncan Robinson bad at defense. Um, but he's still a guy that they looked, they they, they hunted absolutely uh, and, and just played him off. He just, yeah, I mean, I mean bad, bad, for- bad stuff. I'm just, surpri- I'm just surprised it took him this long to really make it that a priority because they've, they've done it to some extent previously. But it seemed like there was a very intentional game plan to find him as often as they could. 
and make yeah. them pay. And, uh, and, and I just, I, I'm just surprised we haven't seen more of that, to be honest. Yeah, and this is again, this is a, this stat is stunning. The starters, Heat starters, 18 points, seven wow. of 36 field goals, fewest points by a starting five in a playoff game since the merger. That's okay? that's embarrassing. I mean, Jimmy Butler said. Wow. Points. Uh, Jimmy Butler for that, uh, to that uh, point um, asked about his knee and whether that's it. Um, He said, Nope, I'm straight. Just played bad. Um, Got to be better. So he did not. And again, Butler's one of those types of guys who's not going to make excuses. So um, maybe it is bothering him, but he's not going to let you know about it and he's not going to whatever. But uh, you know, Butler six points, three of 14. This is, I mean, this was Tatum. Three or 14, except 10 points. That was it. That's the Tatum. That's the Tatum game from yesterday. Uh, you know, your best player comes out, lays an absolute egg, but for all of the starters to be as bad as they were is insane. And bam, again, you know, you talk about the Rob factor, but this is another one that's got to be incredibly frustrating for Heat fans because you got that taste of it and you're like, uh oh, unlocking Bam. And like, what were we saying before the game? You know, you know, this could be, you know, did Bam figure it out? Did he, you know, nope, he didn't. No, he didn't. I mean, you, know? you can give Al credit, of course. I mean, and Al's been doing it all playoffs. And really but it's been that doing it all season. It's but these passive the Bam, Bam games, the five field goal games. When Bam's right. disappeared this postseason, if you look at a lot of his box scores, you're seeing a lot of that. Not involved. Not involved at all. I mean, all. yeah. I was going to get to that. I was going to say, you get, you can give Al credit, but at some point, you have to be able to find it, make your own shots. You have to be able to find ways to be more of a factor. You can't just be like, oh, well. I got shut down by a 35-year-old Al, Al Horford like the rest of the league, I guess. But it's I would be super frustrated if I was a Heat fan because now you're like, okay, well, is Bam the guy we thought he was or is you know was he more of a flash in the pan? I mean, we know what he's capable of on the defensive end. He's just got to give you more offensively. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that stat with 18 points is, is unbelievable. And like we said, some of it's due to injury. I mean, Tucker had zero points tonight. He's typically better than that. He's obviously dealing with something. Well, we know what he's dealing with. He's he's been in and out already of the of the series. Um, but these are the breaks that that if you're the Celtics, you get these breaks and you got to take advantage of them. So they did that tonight. Now they have a little bit more momentum going back to Miami. We'll see what happens health wise. I don't know what the deal is with Marcus Smart. Sure, what's your what's your? You've been pretty you've been pretty uh, on point with the Marcus. You know Smart stuff. You know stuff. stuff. What are you thinking or hearing about what's going on here? It's a different vibe this time than before. Um, Marcus is, I, I, yeah, I had a chance to see him before, uh, you know, after everyone had kind of headed back to the locker room and celebrate, yeah, they won. And, and Marcus was out here kind of doing some things and it didn't look like he was moving well. Uh, did not look, uh, he didn't look nearly as well moving as I would have liked to have seen him. Um, does that mean he's not going to play in the game five? No, but. I, I'm not feeling optimistic about him getting back on the floor, which is, is too bad because I think they need him. I, I think they absolutely need him. Derek White had a great game, but I can't bank on Derek White going into Miami giving me that. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. So. No, I mean, White was good early. I mean, he's good, man. He was really good defensively, too. He had three steals early in that game uh, and really helped. You know, he was part of that suffocating defense that really kind of snuffed out any hope that Miami had there. But again, you know, it's, he started three for three and he finished four for 14, which let's do the math. That's one of 11, the rest of the way. And one of eight from three, that's always there. It's a lot of open threes. And it's, and it's the shot you want him to take. And it's the shot that they thought he would make more of being here because it'd be so 
ridiculously wide open. Those are shots. Those are quote unquote good shots. They're just when they when again, you're you're only asking for white to knock them down at a 32, 33, 34 percent clip. These one for eight, one for nine, you know, games, these are terrific. None of those are forced. They're all, they're, they're shots you worked for. You moved the ball and it was an open look. It just didn't go in there. So you know, that's always a concern uh, that it can catch up to you. But, you know, White, in terms of all the other stuff that he does, certainly early in the game was terrific. And he did come out hot. He scored the first seven points, uh, three for three field goals. But the defense was great. And he was, you know, you know, yeah. he did all the Derek, did White, all the Derek White stuff yeah. that Derek White people want to remind us about. So we, yes. we get it. We know. Again, we, we get, get, we get it. it. It's yeah. also it's just better when some of the shots go. You just want a couple yeah. of them to go in. It's just better yeah. when it happens. Typically, oh, I'd like to see some of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when he's making shots, it just makes it an office that can already create a lot of open space even more open. Uh, because now all of a sudden, the guy that you have the least concern about scoring, now all of a sudden he becomes an issue. Now all of a sudden you have to actually respect him a little bit out there. And, and I thought with Miami. You know, I think they were just shell-shocked at the start of the game. Where I mean, Derek White scores seven points in, in the first, like, you know, four or five minutes. Derek White goes 20, 30-minute games without scoring that many points. Uh, and, and they were they came in a variety of ways. They came on layups. They came on mid-range. He was just significantly taking advantage. He was taking advantage of what the defense was giving him, something I don't think he does enough of, to be candid. But if you're Miami – you're not really sure what the hell to make of the Celtics team at this point because you've done a lot of good things against them, but they've exposed you in certain areas. It's a matter, can you mask your weaknesses better in game five? Because Mac, you know, Struess is a great shooter, but he's a turnstile defensively. And the sad part is he's not even your worst defender. Your worst defender is Duncan Robinson, who you benched. The Celtics, I think what we're going to see in game five and six and, and possibly seven, if there is a game seven, I think we're going to see them go after Struis a lot more than we've seen the first three games. I think it'll be the, the blueprint, I think, is what we saw in game four, because uh, clearly he can't he, he can't guard Tatum or Brown um, or Al or whoever the hell the Celtics have there on the switch. And I think they're going to just try to create space for that matchup to to just milk that matchup and, and force Miami to adjust. Uh, one good new, uh, piece of good news here, uh, just as we're kind of oh. watching the post-game commentary pouring in, Rob Williams talked to reporters, um, typically people who are like injured in a, you know, totally, you know, irreparable way or ways that you want to hide from people aren't made available oftentimes to the media. They just kind of go about, you know, their thing. So, uh, you know, hoping with Rob, it was just kind of somebody even said he was rubbing his right knee and not the left knee. Um, and I don't know there. I thought it was the left knee that he was kind of hobbling on. But um, if you're going to look for a glimmer, uh, and I certainly am, because, again, um, you know, I only want the best things for Rob. Um, you know, sure. you definitely yeah, you definitely any sign of good, you know, anything like that, I think is positive. Um, so he's out there talking and he's talking about, you know, uh, I'm looking for uh, we're really reaching while he's talking. No, I mean, he said it felt good. That what I'm saying is he went out there. He, you know he's going to get injury questions. And he yeah. immediately said, actually, knee feels pretty good. Um, but, you know, see how it responds, yada, yeah, yada, yada. So yeah. that's, again, that's a slightly positive thing. If you're trying to hide stuff, usually you hide the player because you don't want him to go out there and flat out lie to people. So, Say again, wrong. right. Yeah. So and that, the fact, that, that's, and the, yeah. 
Right. And the fact that he only played like just under 19 minutes. He said he's I love confident that. he's playing for, for his part. He said, I, I feel I feel good. We'll see how it re- responds. I'm confident I'm playing. So, again, that's good. We like yeah, that. And, and I, I love the fact that his minutes were <laughs> under 20 because I, I think, you know, in a game like this where you have it in such a just a commanding control, you want to minimize his minutes as much as possible. He did. He put in his work in the first quarter. Uh, part of the second and in, in the third it, at that point the game was so out of hand you really didn't need him so uh, I'm, I'm hoping that he's good to go it certainly won't be fatigue that damn sure won't be an issue no. for him in game five it'll just be whether that knee or knees uh, are healthy enough for him to go out there and do what he does yeah and what he's saying here and again what what he may said the other day is he's experiencing some swelling each time it's just whether or not they're able to kind of get you know just just simply from activity whether they're reel it in a little bit control it reel it in right. to the point that it's not uh limiting him so again that's we're looking for little rays of hope here rob as important as he was tonight that would be great obviously if he's good to go but you know this is going to be you know we're going to be white knuckling it with him the rest of the way here and he has made it pretty clear that you know each day they got to monitor him and see how he feels uh, for the rest of the way. So uh, that's what it's going to be there. Uh, again, Sherrod, not super confident in Marcus, but we will see there. But again, come on, Sherrod. We were hoping that you, 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 you know, you know how much I love seeing Marcus out there. I mean, and I, and again, I, I hope he's out there, but I, I just don't, I don't feel great about it. I don't, let's put it this way. The level of confidence that I had that he was going to come back from that, that midfoot sprain is nowhere close to where I'm at now. Um, I was pretty sure that he was dead on with the midfoot. You're like, he's coming. He'll be back right. in game two. But this like, one, I I think this one is much more of a coin toss because because my understanding is that there's still some swelling. And when you're talking about ankles, you can't play with a swollen ankle. You just can't do it. Right. Uh, and so they need to get that under control. And if they're able to do that, they've got a couple days now to, 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 to get that. So hopefully he'll be better tomorrow than he was today. Um, but Again, just watching him kind of move back and forth, you know, after the game today, uh, he was not moving great, not nearly as great as he was moving after game one um, when, you know, we all thought that, you know, maybe he's not going to be able to, some people thought he was would be gone for the series. Um, so um, it is what it is. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, again, this is, you know, as difficult a time as we had, um, as we had kind of, getting us handle in the Milwaukee series where we did feel like no game ever had anything to do with the next game. And it really was a battle. Each game was a total, you know, totally different than this series because both teams came out and just, just punched each other in the mouth repeatedly, making it really hard for uh, either team to really gain much momentum uh, up until, you know, the very end of that series. Whereas this one, again, you've just got teams just not showing up. So, I mean, if you're looking ahead to game five here, Sherrod, what are you feeling? In terms of like, did the Celtics do anything tonight that is permanent, or is it always going to be not, or not just permanent? Meaning, is it? Did they figure anything out? Is it anything beyond just simply showing up? Is there something they solved that Miami was doing, or is it just simply one team showed up and the other didn't, and now you just have to wait and see who shows up for Game Five? I think right now, you, 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 if you're looking at that Miami Heat team, to me, the, the two key players for them are Kyle Lowry. And Bam out of bio because because Bam I think he goes as Kyle goes as far as facilitating he's the guy that benefits most by having a Kyle Lowry out there. Uh, Bam as, as you guys pointed out he's not the greatest one on one creator but 
Kyle does a great job of getting him the ball in positions where he can be effective and do some great one-on-one work. That did not happen tonight, and part of that had to do with the fact that not only Al doing a better job on Bam, but Derek White, I thought, did a really good job on, on Lowry, just not, never allowed him to get comfortable. When Jalen Brown and Tatum got switched out on Lowry, they did not allow him to get in any kind of flow or rhythm as a shooter or as a passer, and that's what you want. Uh, you want to take the head of the snake, and if you can't chop the head off, at least at least strangle it so that it can't wiggle around. Uh, yeah. And I thought they did a good job of just really minimizing Kyle Lowry's impact, and in turn, that limits what Bam can do. I, I Like I said, I, I, I picked the Celtics in six, uh, and I, I haven't seen anything in this series that makes me believe otherwise. I think Tatum is going to have a monster game five, uh, because if you look, if, if you really look at his his play in this series, he really hasn't had that signature Jason Tatum game yet. Uh, no. And and I, I I think it's coming. I I think it's coming. He has not shot the ball well from three point range, which to me uh, tells me that he's going to have a game where he's not going to miss much at all from there. And what I think was that's different about him five. tonight? Why was he more successful tonight? I, I think he was more successful because there was better spacing. Uh, I thought the, the play of Derek White really opened things up for him. And again, matchup hunting. I thought they did a much better job of finding him matchups, particularly with Max Struess, that he could take advantage of. And Miami, I thought, did a really poor job of rotating that because they just they were just hoping that he would just have one of those previous Jason Tatum not making open shot types of game. He's too good of a player to, to take that gamble. And Miami, I think they will adjust. I think they will be blitzing him a little bit more. And Tatum... The smart move is get rid of the ball quick, force them to go back into their set defense and get the ball back and then take advantage of the mismatch. Isn't it always the key in heaven? We've been saying that about Tatum forever is don't the longer you, I mean, and it's so obvious, but the longer you hold it, the more dribbles you take, the more you let people set up, the more you let everybody else kind of, you know, you know, the, the, the doubles and the help kind of figure out where they're going to attack. The more you you get everybody else on your team stuck standing which means all defenders who are in the paint who are ready you know for for whatever's coming from you know exactly where everybody is um and know when to jump out at those guys because they're not moving either everyone's just sitting around watching you it just grinds it to a halt you got to get it one to two dribbles and go or move it and that's it. And, it and when he does that he's obviously so much more effective and when he doesn't uh it is uh it's uh you know it's it's it, it, it's a mess but I, I i'm super pleased with how he played because when you when smart was out and they started a lineup of white and rob i know rob creates his own gravity there because that lob threat is there and so he does make an impact offensively but there's just no shooting there's just really limited shooting out there so I, I, you know, I thought I was worried that the attention would be so heavy on Tatum that he'd run into one of those things where he'd have a slow start sort of game. But the opposite happened. It was actually interesting. Brown came out slow, got two quick fouls, came out at about the five minute mark. That's normally Tatum's time um, to come out. Normally he's the guy out at the six minute mark, comes back at the end of the first. So Tatum played the whole first quarter. I actually think that helped him kind of continue to get into his rhythm there. I actually never have never liked that. I never liked that substitution pattern. It's just my thing. I don't. I, I I know why they do it and how it works out for the rest of the game. But he is a bit of a slow starter, and when he tends to come out at that halfway point in the first quarter, you know, sometimes you just never got him a chance to to, to get him going. And I think that's part of the reason why he has some slow starts. So I like the fact that just fortuitously it ended up this way, where Tatum ended up playing that quarter and really got into a rhythm. 
Yeah, I mean, he had 12 points in the first quarter. He only had 10 in all of game three. So, I mean, yep. he was in a definite uh, more aggressive mode and, and just more opportunities for, as you point out, John, just having a little bit more runway to play with there and, and just kind of do what he does well. Yep. Uh, but, he, again, I, I, I was so impressed with just how they made a much greater priority to hunt the matchup that gives you the best chance to score. Um, I, I – I, it's – we see the benefits of that every damn game, and yet this was really the first game where it felt like they embraced that, that they made it a absolute, you know, 1A priority to find a matchup that works best for us, and let's just go at it until and force them to adjust. And if they don't adjust, we'll keep milking it. So Tatum's at the podium right now, so I'm seeing some tweets just on him talking, and a couple of them that stood out. Um, Jason Tatum on coach Udoka. He holds everybody accountable from the top to the bottom, has an open door policy. It's great for the group and what we're trying to accomplish. So that's not surprising to hear. We know that Ime is pretty up, up front with all his guys, and it sounds like they, they appreciate that. You know, it's nothing is, you know, being said behind that person's back or being kept in. It's all out in the open and, you know, tell it like it is. So um, we've, we've definitely seen that this year. And then the other thing that Tatum said, um, just talking about, I think, how they're always, you know, these swings from a bad loss to a big win. He says, when you win a game, you can relax a little bit. Um, he says, we have to have the mindset going into game five that it is a must-win game. Coming in, we all felt that tonight. So that was Bobby Manning tweeting that because he's uh, he's at the game, obviously, and uh, he's in the he's in the Tatum press conference. Maybe Joe Sway's there, too. I don't know where, where he disappeared to, but um, those guys will probably have some more. Joe Sway died so Sherrod could live. Only one of them. There was <laughs> yeah. only enough Wi-Fi for, yeah. for one of them. I guess we'll take that trade for for tonight, right? <laughs> um, thank you, Joe Sway. Yes. That's, it's it's the playoffs. Peace. It's about sacrifice. Yeah. Team player that Joe Sway. And then another thing from Tatum. I'm mad after a bad game, but then I sleep it off. I'm a big believer and you can't change what happened. Regardless of whether I have 10 points or 46 points, the next day is the next day. Good attitude. What do you want to hear? We can work with that. Memory. We can work with that. Yeah, for sure. What you want to hear? Bobby Manning is sprinting to get on this show before I before I end the stream. Is he? Yeah. You better be. You better be. Sprinting. Is he going to be uh, sprinting to the plane to get to Miami too? We'll see. We'll see. We won't give him that yet. We'll I hope he's. I hope he doesn't have to sprint to the plane. That's just such a bad look. He's got. He's got to earn it in the next five minutes. He's had some travel. He's had some travel issues in the past. So, somehow got I mean, stranded. I, I, somehow got stranded in Brooklyn. I mean, it's like really not. How the far. hell does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. He's like, I missed my flight. I'm like, dude, it's. It's first of all, it's an it's hour. Brooklyn. Yeah, by the time by the time you get to the airport. <laughs> That's the same amount of time it takes to get home, right. buddy. Right, right. You could have just hitched a ride in the time, man. But yeah. Um, learning. learning. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, you know, what's so funny is like the couple of times we've passively mentioned Jalen Brown tonight in a not positive way, people have gotten upset. If you really want us to talk about Jalen Brown honestly tonight, you'll get very upset. So why don't we just five for twenty? Why don't we just skip it, no. guys? Okay. Uh, if you can't handle the the, the drive by shots, I, I don't think you want a deep dive analysis it on Jalen Brown's game tonight. 20. Okay, <laughs> it's just I mean, let's, I mean, let's just is, skip it. 
He, the turnover, yeah. the turnovers were down. Don't, don't feel don't feel aggrieved because we're not saying nice things about him tonight. It, you really don't want us to get into it. Five for twenty. He missed seventy five percent of the shots. Five for twenty. It didn't seem to get in much of a rhythm. Had two fouls in the first. Like you know, like they had. That's why they subbed him out. He Plus twenty three, dude. He yeah, missed seventy five percent of the shots he took. Seventy five percent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you tried. He tried to get early Jalen cooking. Um. You know. Uh. And it just didn't take. And then he got those couple of fouls. It kind of took yeah. him out of his game a little bit there. It did. It did. Um, and it, I. I mean, I. Because he started over five, and you know. I swear he turned it over twice. He's only credited with the one turnover on those back to backs. I thought so too. I thought he lost it a couple of times, like in the first like couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, but regardless, um, not this a great was, game, but it turned out not to matter. So that's yeah, why we're not and, spending a lot of time no, on Jalen Brown. And, and, and to his credit, I mean, he he did make a couple of big shots uh, that just kind of because remember, there was a point where, you know, Miami, they were still pretty far in the back of the, you know, behind, but. They were starting to make it interesting when they got down to like 19 or 18 around there, and, and Jalen made some big shots. And I and I, I you give him props for that, but I, I can't get I can't get excited about a guy that that misses 75 percent of his shots. No, but you know what though, he, he's had plenty of good performances, so it's not yes, like, absolutely. So, yeah. That's this is this is one of the good games. Plenty of good ones. Plenty of good ones. Let's save it for another one. Speaking Bobby. Of games, time again. Bobby, what? Bobby Manning. Bobby, tell us what you've uh, you've been in the interviews here. Anything stand out? Yeah, hit us. Hit us with some with some words. Oh God. No, no. we're just not gonna oh, do it. Guys yeah. Okay. Good. Drop some Coming. science. Yeah, we got you. Yeah. Say say something. All right. Say, say words. Say words about say basketball. Words. We got Derek White game here. Finally, life. Out of Derek White, this is huge from him here tonight. And he he talked a lot at shoot around about being aggressive and being confident, all the different stuff we've heard from him. And it hasn't translated to this point. Going on that seven nothing run to open this up. It's like a sigh of relief for all the fans. We will be talking about that for a while. Where were no, we? It's just, yeah. It's just oh, a boy. it's just a it's a it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's something to build off of. <laughs> It was a huge – if anybody needed it, Derek White needed it. Stepping in for Marcus Smart and just how he'd been and his confidence issues with some of his shots, having his first three go down and being like a, you know, a really important offensive mm-hmm. contributor in the first quarter where the game was decided was huge. Yeah, and it set a tone. They needed a good start in this game. I feel like every game in this series, the team that's gotten off to a better start, aside from game one, has got one going away. So – that they really just exploded out of the gate in this game. The energy from everybody, huge Rob looking springy and active defensively, shutting down Bam in this game, an 18 to 1 run. So it was the uh, longest drought a team went on to start a game since 2009 on the broadcast, I believe they were saying. So you just can't say enough about the way this team responds. I thought this was the loss last game that would finally put this team in a shaky place. Now I wasn't going to go ahead and pick the heat. I did that last round. I made a mistake picking the bucks after a bad loss. Picking the bucks. Learned, you picked the bucks learning. three different times last round. Yes. Thank you. Okay. I was waiting for someone to bring that shit up. Right. No, I picked them after game five, but after game I wasn't going to do it this time. After four. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't going to do it this time. I still look at the heat and you I'm just close. like, 
Yeah, I was close. You but... don't like the Heat, Bobby. I, I just don't. You never get liked it. the Heat, though. Yeah. He never liked the Heat they... from the beginning of the playoffs, though. Yeah. I mean, like what did their, their starters scored what in this game? Seventeen points. Eighteen points. Eighteen. Like, well, you just look at it. Bam, zero in this game. Butler, you barely noticed he was out there. And Victor Oladipo's doing all your scoring, 16 of your first 26, and you're just sitting there with 46 midway through the game. No one really wants the ball. No one's making any shots. You're just on this massive lull to start a game, 0 for 14. And I just look at their offense, and I'm like, all right, they'll hit some shots sometimes. You'll get a good Butler game here or there. You got your one good BAM game out of the first four here. And it just doesn't seem like there's much of a ceiling to that Heat offense. Like, they'll have some good nights. Their defense can rock you in certain spots. But the Celtics' offensive ceiling, as you saw here, was just miles and miles beyond what the Heat can be on their best night. Now, I, I, I can't disrespect them because every time I do it, they come back and just punch you across the face with a gritty effort. But I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I'm just happy you. you, you do you guys you, get it? Not, like, are you, are you seeing someone with the? Yeah, I get I'm it. Not? I get it. I mean, Bobby, I, I'm surprised you would say that. At the t- I, mean, I don't really get it because because after tonight, but I, I get what you're saying. But you have to think about how pretty much someone you didn't expect to step up has done that every game for the Miami Heat. The other night it was it was Kyle Lowry. You didn't think you would even see Kyle Lowry in this early in the series, but he made a heck I of a difference. I did post pregame. I They've was like, got, there's no way Oladipo Victor, goes Victor off. Victor Oladipo, exactly, exactly. You said to Sherrod. And six hours later, he had the, the best game of his, of his postseason. You know, yeah, but- uh, the other night, what was it? Game one, when they went when they went crazy and they they, they knocked out the Celtics in a, in a in a big way. You know, Tyler Hero going off. I mean, that could happen again. I mean, that's the thing about this Miami Heat team. I mean, we've been saying this since the beginning of the series. I mean, they they're deeper than the Celtics. Doesn't mean they're more talented, but they're definitely deeper. So they have guys that can yeah. have nice. That's like it, this. right? But but it's not I mean, just no, that. It's not it though. That's not just it, Bob. Because you don't know how how Bam's gonna respond. Is he gonna? Is he? Is he the old Bam all over again? You know what I mean? Like, where did that thirty point or whatever? You know, where did that huge double double performance come from? You know, it's, it could it could come come back again. You know, this is a long series. It's only two two. It's not like the Celtics are. It's not like Miami's on the brink of elimination. That would be a different scenario for these guys. Uh, you know, I I, I still have like the Celtics' chances. I still like the Celtics' chances of winning this series, but. I mean, again, that's the thing about this series. Though. Every game has been a wild card. It's been a curveball. You know? I agree. I agree with you on that, Josue, but it's not because of the heat. I'm worried about the Celtics' health. I mean, you just see Rob laboring around out well, there. Well, that's another curveball. That yeah. minute. Smart. You don't feel great knows. about Everybody looks hurt, though, both sides right now. That's true. Yeah, that's but this defense point, looks very different when Rob's not out there. Oh, the my Celtics God. Defense, obviously. Like, I mean, I don't have to. I'm preaching to the choir. I'm telling John this. But Even Rob, what percent would you say he was? What percent so would you true. say he was at tonight, John? I don't know. Honestly, early looked a little what better. You mean, but you don't know. That's see. your guy. No, meaning percent-wise, I don't know. I mean, I still don't. I don't think he's like full. full yeah, I don't think it's the full right. Rob Spring. It, me, but it's it's me when but, he's yeah. out there early in the game before you know the knee started kind of feeling a little whatever. I thought I thought he looked pretty good. He looked pretty agile. He looked springy. I don't think he's flying through the roof there. And I think he's picking his spots too. There's certain times where he's contesting and he's just kind of living with kind of standing straight up and being there. And other times he'll, you know, go up and get it. And it so, makes a difference. That's my point. No matter what, it's making this... a difference when he's there. Yeah. yeah. 
You get whatever percent he was tonight, and it still made a massive impact. But ginormous. To the point of the heat you were making, Bobby, the reason I – let's pretend both teams are healthy. The thing is we just don't know who's got, who's bringing what to the table here. It's obvious Lowry's not himself, and even though Butler said he didn't – you know, it's not the knee, I, I think it's, I, I think there's something there because he's just in a couple of games so far looked pretty ineffective. But let's just assume everybody's healthy. You have – the Heat have two of those guys who you friggin' hate to play, who always beat you, and you look at them and you're like, how? In Lowry and Butler. They got two of them. Then you throw P.J. Tucker in there, who's another dog, who just makes things happen. And those are just three guys that beat you in ways that you're like, damn it, that guy beat me? I, can't, I don't get it. And because they're so crafty and good at doing it's what the they want. the story of my life. But they're so... <laughs> They really are good, man. And then on top of that, you have Bam and Hero. You know, like, and a hero can light, you know, and I know they're not perfect players, but like, the there's, scrappers. There's, the there's scrappers. Not, it's beyond scrappers. Yeah. There's talent and a lot of guys yeah. who can do a oh, lot of different true. things yeah. on that team. So, like, I like Miami. I actually thought like people were underrating them a little bit coming in, but it's the, Same. I thought Lowry might be useless, you know? Um, there. Uh, and so I didn't think we'd see much of him. What we've seen hasn't been, he'd made a difference, obviously, game three. He just looked terrible tonight. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I, it's again, the injuries is such a wild card here because I don't know which player, I mean, like I said, we said it early, but Tatum's grabbing his shoulder. Grant looks like he dislocated his left shoulder. White was hurt at the end. You know, white, everybody's got something, you know, thankfully, amazingly, Jalen, who I was super concerned with last round, grabbing at the hammies almost after every, you know, every game at some point where there was like, is that going to come up? Actually, you haven't seen any of that from. Especially in Miami. You haven't seen any of it. I thought I was a little worried there. He's like the healthiest guy. And I thought entering the playoffs, that was a little bit of a concern when he said it was getting a little grabby. But I don't know. I I like Miami. But, I mean, it's the same thing with the Bucs. What do you expect, Bobby, in game five? I I mean, what can you expect? No freaking clue. No freaking clue. No freaking clue. (laughs) Honestly, I – In this series – yeah. I'm getting a little bit of the vibe that Miami, and this might be jumping the gun. I just felt like almost like they almost waved the white flag tonight. I just, I'm starting to feel like the I Celtics, thought that after game two, Jimmy. I know. That's why I'm probably jumping the gun here, but it just feels like the Celtics can overwhelm them when they are healthy enough to play. Like when Rob does play and can give you 20 minutes. And, you know, and I'm not even talking about smart. Let's just assume smart's out. I still think the Celtics are deep enough and talented enough at the top with Tatum and Brown leading the way. And the way Al's been playing, if you can get and if you can get healthy enough, Rob, like I said, twenty minutes, twenty-five minutes at most. Yeah, I think they have more than what the Heat can do to match them. Right now, the Heat, they seem to be kind of, I don't want to say treading water, but they've been in and in and out of like these injury report situations. I mean, all playoffs, whether it's Hero, you know, you know Tucker, um, you know, and just you know who like loves the series, Jimmy? Good role players. What's that? The Warriors. <laughs> They're right. probably watching this series just oh, laughing true. right now. They're yeah. like, whoever comes to the finals with us is just going to be limbs hanging on by a thread. I know. Half, gonna come half in the in team on the injury report. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. they're going to have a week off before they before they even have to play because they're sweeping the Mavs. 
So either way, they're sitting pretty. But like, but, you think it's like I almost view like the Heat might be viewing this entire series like a tennis match. Like you know, you know, you know, it's a five setter. You you go down two games to love in one set, and you're like, ah, screw it. I'm not running around chasing balls here. I'm losing this one. Let's just get into the next game, and we'll come in full full tilt here. You know, it really felt like they they flipped the switch to off early. Yeah, early, early, yeah, early in this one. That, that that's, that's why. Yeah, that's how I thought. This game was. Yeah. This game was just not one of those games where you're just like, all right, let's just get through the rest of this game. This one's not over. The Heat do not have anything in the tank to make any sort of comeback, whereas the Celtics do, do and did because they did bring it to one point, and a lot of people thought they had a chance to win that game, obviously, and the Heat never got that impression that they were going to, like, fight back in this game and make it interesting. So that's kind of why I'm still, well, like, riding, like, the Celtics train here. I still think that they're a more talented team. I still think that they have – um, you know, more of the pieces in place to, again, the Celtics played horrible in game three and still had a chance to win that game um, in the end, whereas the Heat never had a chance to win. That, to win well, I wonder how you yeah. I wonder how you feel about this, Sherrod, because this is what I sense on that Heat side, and I think Jimmy brings up a good point there, them packing in early. How much is Tyler Hero missing this game? Just, all right, we have a 2-1 lead. He's 50-50. Let's let him get this night off, and he'll be right for game five. Felt the same way with Butler in the last game, like we're up 26. He's not feeling right. We can survive the second half and let him sit down here. On the Celtics side, it feels like there's really a sense of urgency, like get Rob out there. Smart, it felt like he fought like hell to get into this one and luckily he didn't play because it didn't seem like he could play here uh, with what the shape he was in. And that's just one thing that mildly worries me. Like are the Heat just being a little bit smarter with their injuries and their health right now? And are the Celtics again, just kind Dirk, of Dirk, a step Dirk behind needing to push through stuff? Dirk put it up here. For, Heat starters played 40 minutes, uh, 40 fewer minutes in the seas tonight. Um, so, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, that's yeah, good. I mean, you're talking about Tucker, who's hurt, Struess, who got benched. Um, you know, you can go down the line, a couple other, oh, Oladipo or whatever. No, he didn't start. Um, who am I thinking of? Why do they do this in the NBA? Why do they do the, you know, three games off, four games off between games in the early rounds? And then as you get deeper into the playoffs, this know. isn't a Celtics thing or a Heat thing. You get deep into the playoffs <laughs> and you make them play every other day for the rest of their lives. Like, it makes no sense right oh, now. Like, TV, man, they want to have a game every night. I know, but this is when you get to this point where they, I, and I get it, but like, holy crap. Yeah, like, it sucks. This, yeah. Yes, and yes. They're trying to wean out. Every night. Obviously, I understand the answer why. But it's trying to wean out the older guys. The older guys in the league. It's bananas. We lost. What happened, Bobby? <laughs> Bobby didn't like TV talk, I guess. Yeah. No, I mean, it, we know the answer why. It's just asinine. You know, they, they want to dominate yeah, the television, they want to, they want to be all over the dial. You know, that's fine, but then you get crap basketball uh, and guys falling apart and getting hurt. And, you know, uh, it's just it's unfortunate. Well, it makes, it's, it's unfortunate because everyone loses. Yeah. OK, congrats. You, you have the TV slot, but you're watching a, a product that could be so much better. It's unfortunate. If you didn't just drive these guys into the ground at, at, at the end of their season, too. So, I mean, they've already played the, the full regular season. They're in the now we're in the, the third freaking round here. And. These guys are, you know, you, you can see what what they have yeah. to do just to get rosters out there. I mean, they're they're scrapping and clawing to yeah. to compete. And like you said, John, a night like tonight, maybe the Heat say, "Listen, we're playing hurt already. We're down by twenty. This game's over. We're not we're not 
even trying to surmount a comeback here. Yep. Um, so well, the Celtics, the Celtics needed this game, play. right? The, the Celtics had to win this game. Uh, if they if they lost this game, this series it would be a matter of not if but when it was going to end in Miami's mm-hmm. favor. So they should have played more. They should have played their starters more. They should have played with a greater sense of urgency. But now that it's even two two, are they able to bring that same sense of urgency to South Beach? Are they going to play with the same level of desperation that we saw in Game Two? Because if they, because Miami is going to be better, one because they're home, and two because again they got their asses kicked. And what they've shown is like the Celtics, they don't like that. When they get an opportunity to get back on the floor, they're bringing it. They're not they're, so the Celtics. They're going to get as close to the best version of the Miami Heat as possible in Game Five. Are they up to handling that? Unless everybody's hurt. Um, interesting comments just looking around. Uh, Derek White was talking, and I don't know if you guys were in on it. It is interesting how much they're talking about the amount of pep talks that the guys are having to give him. Rob spent a lot of his press conference talking about Derek White. Derek White's talking about things that Marcus Smart said to him at shoot-around. It's very clear that the Celtics kind of recognize what's going on here with Derek White, where he's having a bit of a crisis of confidence in terms of, like, what mm-hmm. is it you guys? Ex- what is it you guys want me to be? Or what am I supposed to do here? And they, a, a lot of the commentary tonight is about you do you, man. Just play your game. Like, don't worry about like what's going on around you. Like, you know, be Just aggressive. Play your game, but Take like, it to the. But maybe yeah, make it make a shot. Yeah, but also make a shot. Right. No, but I mean, it's obvious that they're like telling him like because I mean, last game was bad in terms of like he looked like he was trying to hide you know offensively and not really take any risks every time he'd get into the paint he'd just kind of circle back around really wasn't doing a lot there uh and he wasn't you know being aggressive wasn't looking for it tonight more so and obviously again when that shot isn't falling in the end fine but he's still got to take it he's just got to be him and you have to live with the results you know yeah but i like i like to see the Celtics do that, though, like, like that's exactly they should do that. That's, that's great. That's what he needs. I mean, at the he end of the day, it. you're not gonna you're not gonna tell lift him up of yeah. his caliber to to change his game and do this or do that, especially team mid season. So, uh, and and look, he may knows that he may he may spend enough time in San Antonio to to understand something like that, and, and you know, deuces. Oh. And they and they know he's a better player too, though. They know he's a better player. Than what he's been, you know. Sorry, yes. better score than what he's, yeah. you know, showed so far. Yeah. Um, and so I you know, I I think it's averages come into play here. I think it's telling the way Ime talks about him, Jimmy. I mean, it's very uplifting. There's not a lot of criticism. There's not a lot of down talk. Or he should be doing this. He should be doing that. It's he right. keeps shooting. We know he's confident. We know he does other things. It doesn't have to be the scoring that gets him going. And you know, there's a lot of talk around the team about his confidence like that that's a real thing that they're worried about when he's in a slump of this yeah, degree they've talked a lot about it's, it it's it's yes and you know behind the scenes too it was a real concern down there in miami and you know just all that uplifting i think rob as you talked about john noticing that maybe having some trouble adjusting to the team to the new location mid-season i think that was a conversation as well yeah. go but really ahead and it's a slump your- Go ahead and name your kid after after my kid. Totally fine. You know? Yeah. Is yeah. that so going to make you feel welcome? You know? Do that. Yeah. So That's I had a way. pretty I, – I had a brief conversation with um, Derek this morning at Shootaround, and 
you know, he was saying, it's got to be aggressive. I've been passive. I got to come out. I got to be aggressive. You know, I've been trying to get other guys involved and do the other stuff, but you just got to be aggressive. And that's what he did early on. You saw the up fake diving inside, going downhill every time. And that's part of it too, right? Like he just doesn't have the three point shot. So you gotta, I don't say abandon it, but eight, even in this game is a little too much. Get downhill, go with the secondary dribble drives, keep the ball popping and downhill toward the basket. That's what he's great at. And you just, just said it, Jimmy, like they know who he is as a player. They know what he's best at. They know the positions yeah. he's what best suited to succeed in. And it almost felt like having the ball more was even a big impact in this one with smart out. Like he was just able to do more with it. Yep. It's, 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 it's he your, seems to have a good, here's a the good, keys. Like, no, there's no, there's nothing behind him at this point. So, I mean, you, you have to play with that when you're, when, when, when Marcus is out. He can get to the rim too. Like there's, there's, there was multiple times tonight where he blew by his defender, but he gets kind of, I, I feel like the aggressiveness needs to come at the rim more than just like shot taking. I'd like to see him go up harder at yeah. the rim. I mean, he, he still makes the right decision. He's just not really a, the much of a man. leaper, you know. I know, I know, I know that, but sometimes you just, I'd like to see him, you know, yeah. go drop It's crazy, though, Sherrod. I mean, he had some monster scoring games with the Spurs. You just look back on him, and I know he had a bigger role, and that always plays into that, but it just felt like he was a different guy there. Like, that's why I was so excited to get him. Remember deadline day, John? I was like, wait, the flags, and they did it. And it just hasn't been what I've expected overall. <laughs> I remember. Well, he, you know, he, he, you're right. I mean, he has he had a bigger role in many respects with San Antonio. But remember, that team wasn't built to win a championship when he was there. So he was a bigger fish, basically, in a smaller pond. Uh, and whereas now he's he still has a prominent role, but the expectation of him being more consistent is greater. Uh, and and I, I don't think he has adapted to that as quickly as they would like or he would like. And yeah. the, to me, I, I guess the, to me, one of the big surprises, and I, I talked with a couple of assistant coaches about this who are familiar with him, is having gone through Popovich's system for all those years, there's a certain toughness that, from a mental standpoint, you build up to, to survive that. And it's almost like they have to remind Derek that you're a lot more mentally tough than I think you sometimes think you are. Uh, just remember where you came from. Remember how you built yourself into being a player that a team like the Boston Celtics coveted to the point where even at a time where they're looking to try to, you know, minimize costs and, and, and all that, they brought you into the fold with multiple years left on your contract. Uh, that doesn't happen uh, for a lot of teams that are looking to win a championship, particularly when you talk about adding a player who is more of a role player as opposed to one of your top three or four players. Yeah. Well, I like that you said that, Sherrod, because Ime talked about that tonight, too. Like, everyone thinks Pop and Ime are the same, but, yeah, he had to remind Derek when he got here, we're going to foul a little bit more here. He, Pop says never foul. We're going to be a little more physical, so I don't care if you pick up fouls. you got to be more physical. I almost wonder if it's the same thing on the offensive end. Like, are the Spurs just so obsessed with protecting the ball, keeping the turnovers low? that he doesn't feel like the freedom and the looseness to take some risks here. Cause Lord knows the Celtics have the ability to get loose with the ball and you take some risks and get downhill and, you know, be more aggressive on the offensive end yeah. too. Joe Sway, is it your birthday right now? Yeah. What? It is. I'm muted. I, I muted you. It was, but I appreciate it. Uh, it was, it was, midnight. but it's no what? longer. Yeah, it's midnight. Oh, it's still your birthday, bro. You're awake. You're still confident. Yeah, I'm still birthday. here. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you know my rules. The day's not over, so I go to sleep. Happy right. birthday, Joe Sway. We'll, Happy we'll, birthday, oh, bro. Appreciate Happy it. G Day. 
Well, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm asking Cam. I'm asking him if it's his birthday, and today he sent me his birthday date for for me to apply Yo, for, what finals, are the for finals credentials, and I didn't <laughs> yeah, even look at it. You didn't notice? I didn't notice it was today. I was just blindly. I was like, I just want to fill out this form, and I just took the numbers <laughs> I and I plugged them in. I thought you knew you didn't say anything. That's no, funny. and He's I was probably like, waiting for you to be like, "Happy birthday!" Man. It's like it's yeah, right like here. That. <laughs> it's like he just said to me five twenty three, and I was like, "Thanks, dude!" And I just plugged it in. <laughs> it was That's like the nice. first thing in the morning. He must have been like, "What like, the fuck?" Right? I just needed it early, and I was uh, like, "What's your birthday? Tell me now." He's like, "Shit, it's yeah. today." Damn. Sorry. Happy Look birthday, calendar, this way. bro. Look <laughs> at your phone now. Yeah. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you, thank you. Hey, right, I don't mind. Uh, I don't, we'll I don't celebrate mind Miami. This series you know, is going seven. Let's John. let Joe Sway it's have the last. To... Let's have Joe Sway have the last word on his birthday. I mean, I was gonna say, look, if, walk if us out. Are playing, if the yeah. Celtics are playing on my birthday, that means they're 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 in, they're in the middle of a deep playoff run. So I don't I don't mind working on my birthday. But at the same time, though, this isn't what I expect. I expected the Celtics to come out and win here. But man, what a what, what a win! What a way to send a message uh, before going going back to Miami. And uh, like like Tatum said, let, let's see if they can they can do the exact same thing over there with, in the sense of their approach, their effort, their energy. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tatum talked about how after this game, how for some reason after losses they respond this way, like we like we've seen them do over and over again. And somehow they're gonna try to do the same exact thing after a win. Like that's that's the goal here between now and and, and game five. All right, no one wants to do it. Well, I'm gonna drag you guys boy. into it. Let's what are you go. about to Come say? Come on, right everybody. We're, we're not everybody. saying happy birthday. Happy no. birthday no. to oh, no, you. No. <laughs> Come on. No, I know none of these uh, guys want to do it, but come on. What are we going to have? No one's going to sing There we go, Jimmy. Jimmy's the singer. He is a singer. Give us a good. Give us a good. You should have Jimmy do it with a guitar. I didn't know it was his damn birthday, man. I just found out now. I would have been already. Oh, man. I'm going to show you. Happy birthday, Joe Sway. Come on, Jimmy. Close it out. Okay. Happy birthday. Yeah. Bobby's got, Bobby got the voice down. Hey, there we go. Jim, John, you didn't even say one word, bro. I just did. <laughs> oh, I sang okay. the last line. Jimmy's a crooner, though, huh? I've been known to croon here. We did it, Josue. We got a partial one. He Appreciate it, Bobby. Joe Thank Sway. you. Thank you. That's the first I, I, one I've heard all day. Next time. First time I heard it all day. Birthday beer. Birthday beer on me, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah we still got a lot of guys here but we are we're we're gassed and i think you guys are too when i have when there's viewers saying all right guys end it we need to go to bed i think that means <laughs> let's call it so we are going to call it yeah, thanks, when they again. thanks again to everyone who joined us and who hung for the whole time uh really good audience uh Appreciate and super you. fun uh to uh have a win uh it's nice to not be angry uh yes your back <laughs> We did Is it. it, John? Do you really mean that? Yes, my God, I get so worked up. I feel better about myself as a person the next day after Celtics wins. It, it, the, the 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 losses take so much out. Like, oh, it, what do you, you feel accomplished? <laughs> no, it's oh, just I like you, no, 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 no. This is the oh. way I read. This is the way I understood it. I thought you meant you feel so great because you you. You, you challenged them so much that they responded to your challenge. No, not one bit. It's just the next day you wake up Man. feeling crappy, you know, just like, oh, God. And just like the weight tonight, the weight to today's uh, game was interminable. Just play the friggin' game. Yeah, I just, oh, these you know, start I, times, really come on. These start times, you know, when you've got kids and you're waking up early in the morning and you got to like, oh, oh my God, this is funny. nine o'clock. Yeah, dude. I don't want to wait. John, it's a long day. 
Your day no, you start like thinking about hours. there's not even being tired. Starts in like five hours. You yeah. just start John, thinking thought... about the game early, and you're just like, let's play the game, you know? That was the boomer John, struggle is real, man. The boomer struggle is real. <laughs> real. I'm just saying. John, yeah, I'm not gonna worry about that. John, yeah, I thought of you when Get Rob those naps was like, naps are key. John, Rob I thought like, of you when Rob, Rob was like, my son was at the game tonight, man. But this one, this is way too late for him. This is way past his bedtime. <laughs> good, good, good father. <laughs> right, and that's exactly that's your guy too. For him to say that, that was funny. Man. I love Rob. I, Rob, I was thinking the exact same. <laughs> Rob's post game, he's become so comfortable. It's a different story for another time. Just the way he kind of interacts yeah. now, he's just a totally different guy. You can just so see true. like all his whole just kind of persona and like his confidence is just completely different, you know, year over year. So again, his personality showing. I love that. It's about awesome. Him. Yeah, no, that's he's a, a funny that's a guy. Point. Yeah. Like this year is the first time he started. He's, he started the whole, he yelled out twist at the end of the twist. Time. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that because it shows his personality. And obviously, you know, it's, it's, it resonates, you know, yeah. with people and everyone's laughing. You know, when, when he was talking about yeah. use, you know, naming his kids the same, the same uh, name as the Derek Weiss kid, Hendrick. Like that was, like, that yeah, was funny like, to have everyone laughing. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that, by the way. But anyway, that's another unwritten rule. You can't do that. You can't steal your your buddies. But did he know name. though? I think you. Have <laughs> oh, he knew. He said he didn't know. Oh, really? And, and to, 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 to Derek's to credit, Derek, Derek is a huge Jimi Hendrix fan. Huge. So it's not, it shouldn't shock anyone that he named Based off of the hair alone, right? Why didn't he just name his kid Jimmy then? Because Hendrix is way cooler sounding than Jimmy. It's a badass name. (laughs) He's a great name. Hendrix Hendrix White is pretty cool. It's a cool freaking cool name. name. But can Hendrix White name three Jimi Hendrix songs? Because if not, then he should change it. Well, considering he, well, considering he's like, I don't know what, three days old? Probably not. You better get on it. Yeah. The little blue right. child. Yeah. Uh, anyway, good night, guys. Thank you very much for hanging out. Uh, anyone wants to continue the chat, some of us might hop over uh, to Discord and uh, let's see what happens over there. Uh, we've been known to uh, to chat it up. CLNSmedia.com slash Discord. Like I said, very active early heading into the game. Yep. Um, and uh, throughout the game, and uh, there's a bunch of people on there right now talking. I was on there a little bit earlier. Uh, really lively chat going. So if you guys want to hang out and keep the discussion going, uh, head over there. Otherwise, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channels for all your Celtics needs. Bobby Josue will have some post-game reaction and commentary uh, exclusive to that channel that you haven't heard on this show that they're going to do a little bit later on. So check that out over there. In the meantime, we will see you guys on, what day is it? Monday? We'll see you on Wednesday. In Miami, once again, the Celtics beat the Heat 102-82 in a game that was over early, series tied at two. We are back in a couple of